Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Wednesday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Holy One, as we continue our journey through this season of Lent, strip us of our attachments and addictions, that we might bear our souls to you. Render us deaf and blind to the distractions of want, that we might hear and see only the demands of the gospel and break through our spiritual blockades, that we might know your relentless love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This week's Lenten devotional is based on Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He knelt at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to the Samaritan, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. My question for you this day is... What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Last week on Tuesday, during the ID and birth certificate ministry, I assisted a woman, a grandmother, who is raising her three grandchildren, all under the age of seven. She arrived with a cane in one hand, a large duffel-sized bag in the other, and three little people walking in perfect formation behind her. As I completed the birth certificate vouchers for her, I asked, how are you? And she replied, I'm grateful, which took me by surprise. It wasn't the answer I expected. I was expecting fine or good or some other conventional response, but not grateful. Born of my curiosity, I asked, what are you grateful for? And she said, my life, this breath I breathe, these legs that still carry me, those babies gesturing to her grandchildren, you, your heart to help me, God's love that makes each day worth it. I'm grateful for everything in my life, she said. Even those things that have hurt, I'm grateful for it all. After she left on Tuesday, I thought a lot about her gratitude, specifically her response, I'm grateful. In the conscious choice she made to live each day, grateful. Certainly that's true of the leper in today's gospel reading. 10 were healed, 10, no doubt, were surprised at this discovery. Perhaps some were overjoyed, perhaps some celebrated. Perhaps others ran to tell their family and friends. Perhaps a few even took it for granted. 
Who knows? What we do know is that one not only felt thankful, but decided to actually give voice to those emotions, to express his gratitude to Jesus and to God. Gratitude is indeed a response to the blessings of one's life, but it is also a choice to see those blessings, to name them and express one's gratitude in word and deed. In giving voice to gratitude is a choice with consequences. For as we express our gratitude, we affect those around us, even shape the reality in which we and they live. Think about it. Gratitude is not the only emotion we might choose to express in response to the events of any given day. There are reasons for gratitude, yes, and also reasons for fear, for anger, for frustration, grief, for regret, for apprehension. Each and all of those make an appearance on the stage of our lives. And perhaps each has a role to play from time to time. But we choose, we choose how much stage time to grant each of those emotions by giving them expression. And as we do, we give them power in our lives. And that's what's key. We are making choices. We may feel a range of emotions to all kinds of circumstances, but we choose which to give expression. When confronted by someone who is angry, do we respond with anger as a form of self-protection? Or do we choose empathy, trying to understand the emotions of the other? And gratitude that that person was willing to be honest. When we are set back in some endeavor at work or in our personal life, do we express frustration or a resolve to keep going and embrace gratitude for what we've learned through that particular setback? You see, these are choices. These are your choices every day. Gratitude like faith and hope and love and commitment are not inborn traits that some have and others don't, but rather gratitude is more like a muscle that can be strengthened over time. And as you more frequently share your gratitude, you not only grow in gratitude, but create an example for others. More than that, you create a climate in which it is easier to be grateful and encourage those around you to see and name their blessings as well. And so I wonder this day, what are you grateful for? Don't name it silently. Name it out loud and then name the next thing. Begin to cultivate and nurture a spirit of gratitude. Let gratitude be the lens through which you see self, other, and the world. Strive to make the choice to always be grateful, even when life is not ideal. 
And so I ask you once again, what are you grateful for this day? Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you. And I pray this day, I'm grateful for these dogs. I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God to those to whom love is a stranger. They will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, Stoners. I hope you have, hope you have a good week and uh, I'll see you on Sunday. Bye.